up, everyone? Welcome back to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets. It's the mix here on the Mayo Media Net on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the Daily Fantasy app where we actually make money. Yay! Download that app for free. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. If it's free, it's for me. We've been doing our thing in the Jock Market all season, this football season, because of the work we're doing right here at Mayo Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Audio only pod, and welcome aboard to the preeminent jock market show. We're doing it all. If you're new, welcome aboard. Thank you for all the weekday listeners, the hardcore listeners out there making it on for the main show. We're doing the three pillars of profit using run the Sims projections. We're going to run the highest players at each position. Give you those, our blue chips, and then over to the penny stocks using that same idea and those same projections. We're going to do a little cost per point analysis and get you some of those big time plays that you paid up in the jock market. Remember how great that game is. You don't need three wideouts and two running backs or anything that you don't have to play a tight end if you don't want. Those tight ends tend to do pretty well. Enough of that. We need more of this. It's the fastest show in NFL. Absolutely. Anyway, but your bottom dollar on that bad boy with your host, the big dude with the big mouth. From the Big Apple, that's big, Johnny Stud. All right, everybody, let's get into this thing of ours. It's the Blue Chips presented by Jock Market here on the Mayo Media Net for the audio-only listeners. I you know, recommend you jump on over to YouTube and grab a little screenshot. I made some snazzy graphics for you, but it's also good to kind of be able to reference these things all at once. Remember, projections are median outcomes. We don't want to overreact to small gaps. We want to identify the tiers. Let's do the quarterback position. Those shot callers. It's Josh Allen just consistently leading the way and pacing the field with 28 points. Behind him is Jalen Hurts at 25. Think of that. Three over 28 monster percentile gain there. And then behind Hertz is Brady and the rest of the field. Brady at 22, Stafford, Lawrence, and Herbert at 19. So, you know, the, the real focus is the same as always that we've seen this year with the running quarterbacks like Allen, Hertz, and Lamar Jackson that also have stepped it up in the passing game. These guys are just lapping everybody. And that's been a focus of the value segment, right? That just because something is cheap doesn't make it a value. Just because something is expensive doesn't mean it can't be a value. Value is a rate stat. These things have outputs tied to them. So Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts can both be the highest projected and the best value, which is pretty much what we've seen. Allen has, you know, Pittsburgh... And they've been pretty terrible. I think they're just going to put the gas on. And then the Eagles have Arizona. That one's probably going to be pretty popular. I get the ownership here at 11 and 9, respectively, on those guys. Brady at 13 leading the way. I guess they're loving the production last week. Atlanta, their style of game tends to lean towards unders, all that heavy run and heavy play action stuff, right? That really kind of grinded old school thing. They're very creative. Their offense is not as bad as it gets maybe pegged for in the box score, but I'd be leaning more towards Hurts in Arizona. I mean, geez, that one could be crazy. Lawrence has Houston. He's got the low salary, remember. So just because they're projected high doesn't mean that they cost a lot. We'll get into that in the value side. Hard to get away from Allen and Hurts. As always, going to really depend on those IPOs. Yes, just reminded me that I went and grabbed those for everybody. Again, really trying to make this the pre-eminent jock market, y'all. Like if you're playing jock market, you need to be listening to this. Allen and Hertz, both over $11. But 
below that like 12.50 mark where I've kind of drawn the line in showdowns 2-1, to one, but given the projections, right, you could look across the board here, spoiler alert, no one is up there. These guys are projecting as clearly the top plays on the board. They have every, you know, chance to finish as the top player, so it's going to be hard to get away from Allen and Hurts, DFS, and Jock Market alike. Into the running backs we go, it's Christian McCaffrey at 20, leading the way. Behind him, we kind of get a bit of a glob. Fournette at 19, Jamal Williams at 18, Eckler 18, Chubb 17 and a half, and the King, Derek Henry at 17. Now he's starting to catch passes, and it's like, wowza, who expected that? Had we know right? If we thought he was going to catch three balls a game, guy would have been right at the top of the board instead of getting kind of that disdain he was getting during best ball season. But these things happen. Christian McCaffrey, his IPO is set below seven. Fournette at seven. Williams below four. That's the one we're going to circle again. Remember, top projection, not necessarily mean you can't be a value. Eckler, $7.50, Chubb, 6 and Henry, $6.10. Really, if you've noticed, following along with the work, that's the section of the of the slate, right, of the market, the jock market, that we like to kind of feast on. <clears throat> really where we want to be, because I think, you know, as great as it is to try and find the cheapest players on the board outright, they usually don't finish at the very top of the board, right? We, we'll talk about this. We can find the percentile gain, the percentage gains with the cheap players. But the big nominal dollar returns, right? The actual dollar return, the largest dollar return per share is going to be on these guys in that 5 and $6 range. Really good players that maybe are down a little bit or maybe just, you know, kind of hang out there where we've identified that $6 mark as being right at that cusp and the market's kind of reflected that. So keep it on those guys. I don't know if I'm going to get with um, McCaffrey. It's been... It's been a tough go, and I'm not sure if that IPO is going to close right there. Into the wide receivers we go. It's Cup at 27, totally leading the pack, though. I'm going to be honest, that Rams offense really, really is bothering me right now. And it's, you know, it's not the flip-flop. I was high on the Rams for, I think, good reason. I thought I did a good job validating why I'd like somebody like A-Rob. Where, <clears throat> where we got burned in L.A. that we're not hearing enough people talk about is <clears throat> losing the left tackle, Wentworth, excuse me, one Second, I'm trying to cough in your ear. Losing the tackle Wentworth, and then also losing Van Jefferson. It's funny. I see. I kind of scoffed. And it was stupid of me. Oh, Van Jefferson out. Maybe more targets. A Rob. We needed Van Jefferson. Who's very good on a one-on-one basis to open up the secondary to give A Rob a chance of those intermediate to short targets because we know Cup is going to get a bunch of those. Also, and now with the offensive line failing, they've been terrible. So I don't know if I'm going to get with this. Projection, I kind of like the Cowboys this weekend. Even if, I don't know if they're going to win, although I do think they could win. People are kind of snuffing out Cooper Rush. He's been viable. So I'm going to get away from Cup. I think people are going to be chasing that. He, of course, is going to have the uh, crazy high IPO, as always. Cooper Cup, it's saying 918. But again, we, you know, we talk about that. We have to be willing to buck the market again. I'm going to buck it on the Rams. But if Cooper Cup is at $9.18, and I think you go get him. There's certain players that if they're below 10 ever, you go just go after him. Jefferson... Samuel, Diggs, all at 20 points, like right on the nose to A.J. Brown and Mike Williams. So Jefferson has the Bears, really great spot there. Debo has Carolina, another really good spot there, though they just might straight up smush him. Could be a Jeff Wilson game, though Samuel does get carries on the ground. i just been a detractor, if it's, I guess, thinking that 
right? Losing targets was going to take away value. Moving to Jimmy G has been huge for Debo and the way that he kind of adds those yak yards, right? Jimmy does throw the ball over the middle, and that's where Debo goes. He's a beast and a horse and a very brave individual. So maybe I need to rethink the Debo... Especially if this IPO is correct. Expected IPO for Debo Samuel is $5. And I think you certainly got to circle it. Remember, jock market price and DFS price not always the same. DFS price is set. Debo at 7.7. I wouldn't go there. If his IPO and jock market's up over 8, I'm not going to go there either. But if it is down near 5, then you could be viable. One of the other reasons why jock market is so... It's fun, but it's not just fun. Like it opens up edge to you because you get to apply your own analysis, right? It's not preset, right? The market's a fair market. That's kind of the point. Price finding is the true machination, right? It's a true, it's a true price finding mechanism. Jock market is a true price finding mechanism, which is the core of market fundamentals, right? That's the kind of the whole point, right? When the market is preset, we see this when governments get involved and preset things, things go crazy and go haywire because it's not meant to be that way, right? Supply and demand is what it is for a reason. Wrap it up with Mike Williams. Uh, this one, IPO, I think is totally broken. I guess because the announcement that Allen has not been marked out yet, I don't think Keenan Allen's going to play. Mike Williams' IPO is set at 450. That's obviously not going to stick. We would love him if that's the case because he, again, he's projected in the top and then with the low cost. So, you know, that's a bit of a low hanging fruit. But I, I think it is important that we are looking at these things as I think people view receivers either as like chalk or smash and not and it's just not always so binary into the tight ends we go we're a bit of a slop fest as always higby kind of pacing the way at 14 points to Ertz at 12 hawkinson 12 and njoke 11 my pick here is probably i think it's zach Ertz. um philly is gonna win up front against arizona but they're probably gonna struggle to get to murray right that's kind of the premise of his entire game they're very tough on the on the outside, and you'll probably see Slay stuck to Hollywood Brown. So I really like the Eagles, and I really like the Ertz comeback. I think you'll be seeing him sit into the zone. We know he's gonna he's gonna catch it and fall down, but there's a really good chance that Ertz has like eight grabs this weekend. And if his IPO is correct at only three twenty three, he's projecting twelve points. That's a smash. The same is to be said for all these tight ends. In fact, if you're into jock market, you've probably noticed that tight ends are the way to go. So, boom, there's your blue chippers presented by a jock market. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Mayo Media Net. Pretty pleased with sugar on top because that stuff matters more than it should. If you think I did a good job, stick your cartoon finger up inside the big dude. Press the like on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. we got tons of really cool stuff coming that isn't just for me. We're all hanging with bated breath to find out if Tim, you know, intercussed. Uh, breaks down and buys a Monopoly ticket. I know I am. So for the blue chips, of course, it's Allen and Hurst pacing at the very top. I don't know if I'm going to go after McCaffrey because I'd probably be looking more at Nick Chubb, who I think has the absolute smash spot. Then if Fournette works his way back into the offense, I think Tempe is really getting it going, though he's been sharing work with White, but that could lower the ownership, which is what we're really looking for. Then Cup is the fade that I think I'm fading at my own you know, detriment. I'm going to be looking at Stephon Diggs and A.J. Brown. Those are my guys. Also, Mike Wilson, but price dependent on the reaction to Keenan Allen News. And then Ertz is my tight end. Yeah, baby, let's get that money up in the jock market. But before we hop on over to the penny stocks and our favorite value plays, let's just take a quick breath because it's always good to do that stuff. 
All right, this is the penny stock section. We are cross midfield. Let's get this bad boy into the red zone so we can score the rock. Penny stocks presented by Jock Market. Pretty good tip that we've noticed or at least picked up. You're doing these things in real time. When a player pops up on both the blue chip list and the penny stock list, you really want to circle them. There's a pretty strong indicator there that if a player is got the high total, and the great value that we want to go after them. Again, audio on the listeners. I do lay all this stuff out for you with all this beautiful math. Cost per point analysis is done for you. And the IPO, again, high recommendation for keeping your eye on the image because it'll get you familiar to the to the pricing, right? So if you just shoot down, you'll see none of these prices are above 400. So there's a good parameter, right? There's a good marker when you're doing this stuff on your own if you want to figure out on a main slate. If somebody really checks the box, remember, I only have two quarterbacks. I have three running backs. I have five wideouts and one tight end. There's a 200-player slate. There are other players that could check the box you like in better spots. Remember, this is just a pure math. Then it's up to us to kind of go further than that. You could follow me on Twitter at John Legaza. I also have the Patreon page going. It's still absolutely free. Just trying to show people how we do things. Player props. I mean, CLV, betting model, all types of cool stuff. Let's get into the penny stocks. We go Tom Brady home in Atlanta. We mentioned the big projection, 22 points. He's got the 6,000 salary on DK. That's why he's pulling the big 13% ownership. But remember, quarterback ownership is always so spread out that that's one place you can get chalky without getting too chalky. If Brady's IPO sticks at nine bucks or below, that's a pretty good spot, right? He's a, one of the pocket passers. That's a candidate for four or five touchdowns. I am a bit worried about the Atlanta game script. Like I said, even Atlanta might be forced to throw if you go down three touchdowns. Keep an eye on that when the price is going to be a big one. If that IPO ends up at seven or below, remember these things are not concrete. I like DFS. Go after it. Josh Allen, it'll be the IPO that keeps me off it, but if it stays at 11 or around, I do like to get a share of two of him because, of course, he has the running and the pass game. He's just so good at everything. Josh Allen is probably the best player in the league right now. Into the running backs, where this stuff probably matters a bit more. I'm sorry, but back up just a second to the quarterbacks where I mentioned 400 being that marker. Quarterbacks open the door to getting points below $300 per point, which is why we see the spread out ownership, right? I just wanted to answer that question for myself in case anyone was wondering. That's the answer. The reason why the ownership of quarterbacks is so spread out is because the projections are so parrot? <laughs> Not parrot. Yeah, disparate. There, there is great parity is probably the right way to say it. So the great place to save on quarterbacks, and that's what gets people away from a guy like Allen to go with Brady because you get the same cost per point without having to spend the total. The thing with Jock Market, though, Allen really opens up the door with the running game to get that number one player overall. I think it's going to be very tough. I don't think a pocket passer has done that. Into the running backs, Brees Hall, Jamal Williams, and Jeff Wilson Jr., Leading the way here, Brees Hall against Miami with the 16-point projection. He's really worked his way into the majority role there. And they look good with Zach Wilson, who's also dumped off. So Brees Hall wheels up at 5-4 salary, getting you the DraftKings relief, bringing in the low cost per point, double-digit ownership, 376 IPO. Brees Hall, got to love that. In fact, all three of these running backs have sub-$4 IPO. So we want to go smash that. This is It was really important. I thought that I added this. That's why I think this show really stands out for Jock Market. No one else is doing this because you have to go, like, hand mine all this data and then mix it with other stuff. One of the hard parts of doing data work is when sites don't format, cor- not correctly, just together, right? They don't, they're not built to mesh. So you have to go do all this digging and then do all this work and then do all the math and then make it into a graphic design and stuff. And that's why people don't do it because they're lazy. We're not. So we'll keep moving. Boop. 
to the front of the line. Man, all these guys I'm looking at now, really, really, really similar. So Hall, Jamal Williams, Jeff Wilson Jr. <sighs> Man, I think you got to like Jeff Wilson for the volume and the game script. Williams is probably the one I'm worried about the most. So I think the Chalk Donkeys got rewarded because he busted off the big run. The usage was not necessarily there. Like, he didn't get, like, crazy work from a volume standpoint, from a percentage standpoint. 18-point projection feels lofty is where I'm getting at. So for 6.5 salary, DK bucks, that's a little bit high for me. Because if you lower the projection, then you lower... you. If you lower the projection, then you raise the cost per point, right? Those are inverse. The higher the projection, you tune that dial. Remember, don't be afraid to do that. If you like somebody better than the projectionist, do push right up against the system, push right up against authority, and you change it. But make sure you're doing the math. I think that's the most important thing. And just be realistic. If you jump out and run the same as they do a phenomenal job, you could they make it just you could just fine-tune the dials. You want to add a little usage, you want to fix the point total, that'll get you different at least than the market okay so your running backs all really similar the wideouts if you noticed a lot of little guys here so i guess there's probably something to be said for how DraftKings and the general market price kind of slot guys because we have curtis samuel rondale moore zay jones who zay jones playing the outside but he's not big cooper cup maybe it's a size thing and chris godwin man i really like all of these players a lot and in particular where i might get away from more because i think i want to see more right i think they worry me a bit because of the philadelphia defense samuel is in a really good spot against tennessee so tennessee's defense i have stuff right here tennessee's defense is really good up front however they've gotten bashed in the yard per drive Total 38 yards per drive that's in the bottom five, 392 yards per game that's in the bottom because they have a 22 pass DVOA that's in the bottom third as well. You know, giving up 24 completions for 274 yards, two and a half passing touchdowns, 7.7 passing yards per attempt. That's a Titan. So you can get with the Redskins, I think the Redskins will be forced to throw. Samuel with the high projection and the low salary, getting you everything you're looking for with the single digit ownership and the $3.18 IPO. So these are the guys that were really looking to circle. These players on the penny stock, go back and check the receipts, have done very well in the jock market in particular, right? So there's probably a good delineator in where. DFS, DraftKings, FanDuel, and the like, conventional DFS sites, is the blue chip section. Because it's all about popping the top. I guess you could make an argument that the cash players could be found here. But even that, I'm not so sure. Maybe uh, maybe foundational pieces. But what you're going to wind up with is chalk. Which, it can also get you in trouble because then you're down to having to win on just a few other pieces. So, I know if people have asked me how to apply this stuff even further. And I think that would be it for me like dfs i'm looking at the blue chip guys because i'm really looking to pop the top find your savings with the variance with the ceiling jock market is the opposite it's like a live cash game guys like samuel jones say jones was saying on jacksonville who's in an awesome spot against houston remember agnew went off in zay jones's stead those are all his targets. He's not losing that job. Houston, also not very good. You know, they get beat up on the ground. They've also given up nearly 12 yards for completion so you can beat them deep, which is where I think Jones will exceed. I think Jacksonville's going to run Texas out of the room. So at 4.1 DK bucks, 8%, 8% ownership, and 
the sub $3 IPO. This is a Joe's. That's another really, really great spot to work it all together, right? So you would kind of build off the blue chip where Lawrence wound up, right? Adding in the value spots that we see because you know the projection systems are behind us here. So I, I'm probably away from more, though I do like the sexy IPO because, again, DFS, you need them to score 30. And in jock market, you just need them to be okay. You know, with the sub $3 share, you guys just got to be decent. But I'd be more on Samuel, Zay Jones, Chris Godwin in particular. I think he's awesome. And I think maybe he's been, like, I don't know, look, look past because of the injury, which, you know, I do get. But he's beast, and when he's out there, 24% target per route run, nearly 1.75 yards per route run, more than 7 yards per target, because he's in the slot by three-quarters of those snaps. Remember, Brady's back, the Bucks are back, so I really like Godwin. I don't think his IPO is going to stick at 374. I think you see the ownership at 14%. In DraftKings, this is another one why this exercise, I think, works so well. Is when we see... A tremendous difference in ownership with a really low IPO. Don't expect it to stick. So in these terms, Jeff Wilson, double-digit ownership, is probably going to be above 393 IPO. And Godwin, 14% ownership, is probably going to be above 374. So we can expect for the projection systems to kind of be a leading indicator maybe of some price um, premiums, let's call it, pricing premiums. All right, so there's some like a million and a half lessons on how to play this game, how to use these games, how to use the projections, how to use all these tools and work them in accordance. And then wrap it up with Tyler Higby, who, even though I was saying off the Rams, hard to totally get away from Higby because he's been so important to the offense. I can't believe these are his numbers. These are supposed to, like, I'm sour. I mentioned about Allen Robinson. These are supposed to be Allen Robinson's numbers. So Higby's run 147 routes, has 38 targets, 27 Catches 25.5 team target share, 26% of the team air yards, 1.7 yards per route run. I can't believe it. 95% of the team's offensive snaps. But it's because the offensive line is collapsing. They've built this screenplay for him that they run a million times a game. So if Higby ends up at the 360, you go after Higby. But if the 12% ownership is a sign that the IPO for Higby goes above 5 we're going to get away from it. Boom. Simple as that. Rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. Press sub on the YouTube channel and press the cartoon finger. I love those thumbs. We have a, I've been told this, and I appreciate you people. I'm not just talking it. I love it. I appreciate you because I've been, I keep hearing I have a really good view to like ratio, which is one of the things that matter. I'm like, who cares about this stuff? Like, but if you enjoy this stuff, you know, it is free. Just as you're closing it, just press the like button. I can't believe how much it matters. You know, you think it wouldn't matter. You think it'd be in the double digit ranks of things that matter. And it's not. So do that, press the like button, rate, review, subscribe, and if you're really, really digging it, but only if you're really digging it, that's a five-star review on a podcast platform, people. That's stuff like, that's like, boom, that's like the, you know, that's like my birthday gift, my Christmas gift or whatever. All right, so that'll do it for the penny stocks. I think we're looking at Allen as always. He was our proof that high price could still be value. Looking at Brady, but he's going to draw a ton of attention, keep it on the IPO. Running backs. I think Wilson, we're going to keep an eye on the price and the ownership because I do like the IPO. I'm going to get off Williams as he begins to float. Then I really like Samuel, Zay Jones, Godwin, if those prices stay low. All right, one more deep breath as we enter the red zone. Let's punch this. 
bad boy in with a prop play I got for you. Let me go dig up some info. All right, let's punch this bad boy home with our week five reception prop brought to you by Jock Market. Make sure you download that app and get up in the JM streets because the $100 promo is more than enough to do damage. And I think we showed you exactly that right in that back section. There are going to be players under three bucks, under four bucks for sure, that we like and have circled for big time profit potential. If you're worried about making money, just lop off the top of the board. Don't pay more than five bucks for anybody. Don't pay more than four bucks for anybody. Get creative. Don't overlever yourself. Just buy a couple of shares and enjoy the percentage gains. That's how we do. Okay, it's your prop play audio only listeners. I will keep the suspense going no longer. It is Stefan Diz for the Buffalo Bills circling the wagons. Pop, 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 pop. Come on. I can't believe his rec props are still getting posted at around 80 yards. He's an absolute beast. I mean, it's hyper, hyper, hyper usage. 41 targets, 157 routes, 25% of the team target share, 26% target per route run, 2.6 yards per route run, just these thick receiving stats, 37% of the team air yards. Oh, just unbelievable stuff, man. They've even run him out of the snap, about a third of those snaps, which, of course, you know we really like. So, give me digs. And the Pittsburgh defense has allowed 129 receiving yards to the Mar Chase. They allowed 110 receiving yards to Nelson Aguilar, while also allowing 95 yards to Jacoby Myers. They gave up 101 yards to Amari Cooper, and then 74 to Corey Davis. So, that's the one game last week against the Jets that they didn't give up a 100 receiver. Give me Stefan Diggs, and if you like those alt rec props, you could probably bump that one up from 80 to at least 90. You could probably even get a bit or two on uh, 110 you know there's a pop for that i think the bills and stefan Diggs in particular are awesome right am i uh am i breaking any new ground on this one i thought i had some other cool buffalo stats yeah buffalo just like amazing across the board 28 and a half points per game 69 plays 412 and a half yards per game those are all the top of the board leading the way number one in the league in yards per drive at 46 sustaining those drives at three minutes and 32 seconds per drive with an 80 percent drive success rate those are all first with a top five pass dvoa 28 completions for 297 yards a game two and a half touchdowns per game all of those firmly near the top of the board like top three top four and the likes so just give me all the good players in the good spots and you know the juice not bad i saw minus 115 that's what i saw when i posted this if you shop it you probably find minus 110 but i don't like putting up stuff that i didn't see right so because you might sometimes that's not it sometimes it's just what it is also i'd be an indicator that this is going to move so maybe don't wait too long but smash that stefan diggs rec prop if you want more Bets, you could check out my Patreon page, John Legaza, or NFL MLB Moving Averages. It's all 100% free. The paper creation thing is just so I could put it up, right? I'm, I miss I miss using Patreon. I'm using it as a, as a free platform. They're not getting any money, and <laughs> that's why they have that. So you don't have to pay anything. It's all 100% free. I am going to be moving over uh, maybe in a week or two. I've been talking to support, whatever it is, what it is. So if we do that, it'll only be $2 a week. I think the betting model, the line cost per point analysis really has been awesome. And we've been, we're making money betting. I don't like to boast too much about that because I just know how wonky outcomes can be. I'm just, I'm not the person, look how many units I made in three weeks. Like, well, who is talking about that? But talk about like, a, I've got years and years of experience. We're going to start focusing on three weeks. We focusing on the best three weeks. We focusing on the worst three weeks. The last three weeks. 
uh, again, so I got more process. I want to be giving tools. I want to be giving people outlook and the way to go at these things on their own. That way, if we don't actually hit on the bet, it's like, Wah! you you we explain everything out. So I am doing all rec props. I got a full one four player sheet out already. I'm waiting for another banger to come out quickly. It's similar to what I was saying with the with the Stephen Diggs play. Yeah, I think the pricing in these prop markets is a little out of whack when we get to the higher levels. Meaning so, all right, you'll have above, you can see, 79.5 yards minus 115 for Steph Diggs. But if you go to 90, right, 89.5 yards, they might be like plus 170 or something. So I don't think that 10-yard gap is made up by the huge percentage change in payout. So I'd much rather always go for the bigger shot again it's not a miracle I mean we're talking about Stefan Diggs for 90 yards right it's something that he does he does it all the time I mean it's Stefan Diggs right that's kind of that's kind of the point of these plays that we're going after really good um you know players in great spots Diggs had 122 in week one 148 in week two then 74 and 62 this just feels like we're about to bounce back into that 95-100 range. So give me Steph Diggs easily. And if you get your hands on the Ulthbrook props, do that. Follow me up on Twitter and Patreon for the rest of the ticket. And that will do it from the fastest show in NFL. Absolutely anywhere. Big thanks to all the producers out there. Maddie and Cam, thank you much. The big dude, the big boss, Patty Mayo. Patty's just a goat. God, make sure you're following the you know Mayo experience. That sh- The shows with Jeff and Custer just off the hook right now like some of the best content because it's football but it's also really engaging and very very funny and i'm like invested in the storyline now you know so give me all that stuff rate review and subscribe to the audio only pod make sure you download the jock market app that's just going without saying because i think we showed you perfectly exactly like i don't think we could have laid out anymore how the hundred dollars can benefit you that three hundred dollar promo when you use the code mnn two and three dollar players are going those guys some of those guys are going to triple up you know i can think if you just grab One's A. Jones, one Curtis Samuel, you know, one of the all the guys we laid out, one Godwin, you're profiting. And if you really get sharp, you kind of multiple shares of the guys are a bit cheaper working within yourself. And, you know, that's how you're going to make those percentage gains and why we've done well in jock market. And I love it. They opened up the field to 200 players, which is even giving us a bit more of an edge if you're going to be particular. That's probably my last tip before we get out of here, like do a little jock market strategy is do it early, right? You may not be able to bid early because the market is going to move so fast. I mean, you can, but what you really want to do is make your favorite list. I think that goes without saying. That really upped my game. And if you can get to the desktop, because then you could put a team in and all the players will come out. But the favorite list is really at the key. Is the four here? Is the key at the four? Derp. 200 players is very hard to be scrolling, and it's a lot of information. Get your portfolio down to the plays you want to invest in. I've made that mistake afterwards, kind of circling back and looking for, like, I, I don't want to say cheap, because you can go for guys that are, like, a buck and a quarter. But if you start chasing guys you think are cheap that are, like, 4 and $5, you're going to throw off your entire portfolio. Make the favorite list first, search by favorites, then search by price, and get the cheapest players that you like the most, right? Really try and 
cut you know pieces off that right if you're a sculptor right first you start thinking about the tools you use right as a sculptor begins with a sledgehammer and then works his way down to a little ding 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 ding, ding. so when you begin with this big kind of close slab whack off giant pieces of it that you know we don't need to use before we get down to the more finer tools yeah, wow that was awesome rate review and subscribe press the like button if, come on that was an awesome lesson that can help you in a real trading market maybe even transcend and help you out you know in real life thank you for spending your time with us it is precious and that's why he talks so damn fast trying to fit as much information into this show to make yours you know worthwhile so all right that'll do it press the like button one last time i get tired of begging for this stuff enjoy the games enjoy your day and when we're done with the book enjoy that pay mail me do that baby 2022 remember when you work this hard it feels a lot less like luck doesn't it damn right yo peace